I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Do you know something really weird? We think that business is so complex, but if I look at it very closely, all of business situations can be categorized into four situations. One is a startup situation. The second is a situation wherein you're scaling up. The third is a situation when you're turning things around. And fourth is when you're just realigning a little just to stay on track. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. And this episode is one where we explore what will happen when you join a new job. How do you deal with one of these situations or maybe a combination of these situations that you might face? Let's see it. So just visualize this with me. Imagine that you've got a brand new job. Uh, you've gone through a series of interviews and things have gone swimmingly. You've got the pay hike that you so desired. You've got the role that you so desired. You've got the title that you so desired. You've even got, you know, the the brand name of the company that you're working for, you know, that you've kind of dreamed of. So let's imagine that it's actually very close to a dream job. Now, okay, okay, let's not imagine it to be so unrealistic but let's imagine that you're happy and and you're now going to join your new job and you have got a few days between jobs so you've taken a break and you've gone on a holiday and you're spending time with the family doing all the stuff that we typically end up trying to do sometimes we are not so lucky trying to do before we get into the tentacles of a new job i say now, whether you're working from home or whether you're working in a new city or whether you're working in the same city but a new office, I let your imagination, you know, fly on this one. But if uh, I have to now look at this new situation and if I have to, you know, uh, be smart about it. So imagine that you say, okay, now let me be smart. Um, there were some things that went really well with the earlier job, but some things that didn't. And I want to be as prepared as possible for the new job. How do I prepare for it? How do I prepare for it? And this is where a book called The First 90 Days really helped me a lot. The First 90 Days, I think it's Michael Watkins, if I'm not mistaken, but don't hold me accountable to it. This book is amazing. It just actually looks at the first 90 days that you do, which is the first three months of your job. Now, whether you're a CEO of a company or whether you're in mid-management or whether you're a management trainee, of course, makes a difference to the quantum of time that you're looking at over here. So um, let's imagine that you're looking at the first couple of months, okay, to be, to average things out, maybe not the first 90 days or the first week or something. This is what we typically would call the first two, three months, a honeymoon period where people are actually looking at you positively. They're looking at you with anticipation. They're also looking at you with, you know, uh, expectations that, okay, this guy uh, or gal is going to come here and make things different because, you know, we've really liked this person in interviews and stuff like that, right? So you can imagine that, you know, you're also feeling the pressure kind of subconsciously. How do you kind of give yourself the best possible chance of doing really well in the first two, three months, let's say the first 90 days, give the devil is due that author and actually plan things out? Yeah. So let's try to figure this. Now, this is where we do something different. So instead of saying, okay, now I've got a set of skills and I'm going to use this 
set of skills in this new situation or this new set of conditions. What I would suggest you do is to actually start talking to your would-be boss, maybe to your would-be colleagues, and actually do a little bit of a deep dive on what the company or at least your department is facing. Now, a lot of times you will not get very straightforward answers to this because nobody really knows, because nobody's really thought of asking these questions in this specific way. Because a lot of times people don't even realize that they're slipping from one place to another. You know, they're taking things as they come and on the chin, as they say. So you might have moved from a startup situation wherein the emphasis is on increasing revenues or increasing user base or something like that to a place wherein you're trying to scale up to a new place. Uh, in a startup, you might also be focused on developing your product or developing your go-to-market strategy or whatever it may be. But in a scale-up situation, it might be completely different wherein you're focused on entering a new market or a new category or something of that sort. In a, a realignment situation, you might be trying to make a few tweaks here and there and the emphasis might be on profitability rather than revenue or cost reduction or something like that. And in a turnaround situation, of course, the appetite for taking risks and the appetite for actually, uh, you know, uh, spending a lot of money to try and get more revenues might be completely out of the window. And a lot of times, the situation that we have been in to the situation that we are going into typically isn't a perfect match. The role may be a perfect match. The people around might be really friendly and nice and might be even be better than the earlier job. But it's quite likely that the business situation isn't. Now, when we understand what the business situation is like, that's when we start asking ourselves, hey, am I really capable of delivering the skills that I have to the conditions that, you know, face me. It's like, I'm a really good batsman. Sorry, I'm I'm a cricket fan, so I'm going to use a cricket example over here. I'm a really good batsman and I have the ability to play a few shots, uh, but this is a green wicket and it's something that requires a very strong defense. Now, is my defense good? If my defense isn't good enough, then how am I going to actually survive for the first half an hour or stuff like that? That's how you will think if you're a, a batsman and playing the game of cricket. Right, But if you're in the sport of work, if you're uh, you know, in a situation wherein you're trying to figure out whether your skills are going to be useful, you'll soon quickly understand that the metrics that you were being judged by in your earlier role and the metrics that you will be judged by in your new role, whether they're communicated to you or not, you know, are going to be slightly different. So accepting that, doing a deep dive to first understand it, then accepting it, and then strategically asking yourself, okay, so how do I tweak my skills in order to change up things? And this is what makes a big difference, probably the biggest difference to your success when it comes to this new job. Because then you might realize that, yes, you're known for your big, bold ideas, but the business situation is such that doesn't encourage big, bold ideas. But hey, you're still an ideas person. Maybe you can have smaller ideas, which are less risky because your situation is in a turnaround one. Or maybe you're somebody who's very, very methodical and organized in the way in which they work. But you know, paradoxically, the situation demands for crazy leaps because you are trying to scale up situations and move from a place wherein you have a product and you're trying to do something completely creative with the marketing. Then you look at how you can emphasize on the creativity that you've got. 
it is the same set of skills that you are you know uh, have with your experience and your talent and the rest of it but it's just a way of recalibrating it and reconfiguring it based upon the situation that awaits you suddenly you will see your colleagues also loving the fact that you are so quickly in step with the way in which things are but yet contributing in a very positive manner that is appreciated because trust me they have hired you for the skills but they haven't hired you for doing the same job that you were doing in your earlier organization does that make sense does that make sense i think this probably will help you have a beautiful honeymoon and a wonderful wonderful relationship with your new job and most of us actually i wish have this advice before they step foot either virtually or physically into the doors of their new workplace i hope you like this episode of smarter with said 1% smarter is what i say every single time we you know meet and if you like stuff like this well you can follow me on instagram or on linkedin where i'm the traveling professor and if you like podcasts like these well just go down to ibm they've got some wonderful stuff waiting for you until next time then.